G'day teabaggers, it's Will here. Uh, so look, I've got some old episodes up my sleeve and I'm going to try to put them all up and then we're going to start with new episodes. Uh, I know it has been uh, nearly three months since there's been a kind of up-to-date episode and uh, I have had emails and messages from people who've just been asking very nicely actually, you know, what I've been up to and just wanted to hear about what's been going on. So I, I won't do all that now, but uh, the, <laughs> look, you probably guessed uh, if you're a regular listener that uh, the last uh, couple of months have been... <laughs> Pretty full on for me. Uh, I set myself a pretty huge professional challenge to write two brand new shows for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And even though I was only doing one of them for three nights, uh, it turns out it's just as hard (laughs) to write one for three nights as it is to write one for 50 nights. So uh, anyway, look, I'll get into that more with other guests so it's entertaining for you rather than me banging on about it. But uh, what I would like to say is that... uh, I have never worked harder professionally and it's never challenged me more professionally to get through the last couple of months, but the support from the audience uh, of both of the shows uh, was overwhelming. I had some of the most fun shows I've ever had in my career and uh, thank you to everybody who came out and thank you to everybody who uh, bought my Illuminati uh, DVD that is now out. You can download it on iTunes or uh, Google Play or on your PlayStation, I believe. Um, get it in the place that you get DVDs. Thanks to the people overseas who have been uh, buying it from Australia and just hacking their DVD players <laughs> and uh, and playing it. Um, we are trying to get it released in other countries, of course. But um, you know, I, I I give you permission to watch it however you can. Uh, in the meantime, but if you're in Australia, if you could buy it, that'd be cool. I'd appreciate that. Uh, but I would like you to see it uh, at the very least. Uh, there's another show on there called What You Talking About, Will, which is my completely improvised uh, stand-up show that I did at the Sydney Comedy Store. So there's one night of that on there as well as a bonus feature. Uh, look, t- not too many plugs here. I'm not going to bang on too much because this is an excellent episode uh, that Gareth and I recorded actually before I went to Australia to tour. Uh, but... Um, uh, I didn't get time to put it up uh, again. I'll explain all of that later. Um, I will say that I was on a bunch of other podcasts uh, in the meantime. Uh, I'm, I'm on Justin Hamilton's, a couple of his live, Can You Take This Photo, Please? I'm on the Junk Time AFL podcast, if you want to hear me talking about footy with Michael Chamberlain and Adam Rosenbachs. And hopefully there's still an episode of Fofop, uh, of, of Rosie's, that uh, we're hoping to recover, um, which is a brilliant episode too. But uh, anyway, I'll... I, don't bang on too much. Okay. So um, uh, I was on that podcast. Uh, I'm on a live Little Dum Dum Club podcast with Hamish Blake and Adam Hills, uh, which is a really good one. So you should check that out as well. So um, I'm sure there might be some others as well, but I'm definitely on all those. Oh, I'm on the dollop. I'm on the live dollop uh, from Sydney. I had fainted that day uh, and I've done myself a little bit of an injury that I still have. Uh, but again, I'll talk about that later. Uh, but I could not get comfortable on the chair all night. So I don't know if there were people there in the room or like, why was he moving around so much? I was in so much fucking pain. Probably can't hear it in the podcast, but I'm also on the the live dollop. Uh, so Gareth and I recorded this. Uh, we talk a bit about time travel at the start uh, because anyway, look, you know, at the moment, this is like a really fucked up series of lost moment in in this podcast there are so many things that are out of time like yeah there has been a disturbance in the force and no one knows what's going on i hopefully in this next month or two i'm gonna get it all back on track uh okay oh speaking of the next month or two uh so yeah cleveland this weekend um uh alan cox comedy tour friday night uh at the house of blues and then uh, saturday night in akron my first gigs in akron so if you're in the area uh that should be really great fun um and then uh oh london I'm doing Free Will in London uh, the first two weeks of June at Soho Theatre. Tickets are already selling fast for that. So if you want to come to that, uh, buy a ticket to that. That'd be really cool. Um, 
Uh, what I will say is on uh, June the 6th, I believe, which is the Saturday night at 11 p.m., we will be doing the first ever live Fofop in the UK. Fofuck, uh, 11 p.m. that night. Uh, that's not on sale yet, but if you are looking at doing the double, you know, coming and seeing the show. Show's at 7.30, so come and see the show at 7.30, go and have some dinner or whatever, and then uh, come to the, the live podcast on the Saturday night at 11. Um, I know Flick Ward's in the UK. Um, I'm going to find out who else is around, but it'll be a really great show. So book tickets to the, the Saturday night stand-up show, and, and when the, uh, the podcast goes on sale, I'll let everybody know on the Facebook page and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, uh, we're going to go to the LA Podcast Festival with, and do a live show, so... Uh, that'll be on the Saturday because Charlie and I both have to fly in from Australia for the LA Podcast Festival. So we will probably have some T-shirts or posters on sale to help fund some of that. Uh, speaking of T-shirts and posters, uh, there are still some up at a store merchandise and, of course, on James Fosdyke's Red Bubble page. Uh, we basically use the profits from all the posters and the T-shirts and those sort of things to pay for the designs for the next ones. So every time uh, you buy one of those things, you give us an opportunity to make something new. Uh, so thank you very much for supporting all that stuff. Okay, not too many plugs. Okay, um, look, uh, th that was that was suitably rambly. Uh, I'm going to go and see Greg uh, this afternoon. We're going to go and hang out. Um, again, not really my place to talk about his medical issues, but people will probably know that after the super pod, he immediately had to fly back to um, America to have some uh, medical issues seen too. So I'm going to go over and hang out with him this afternoon and have a catch up, which will be Really great fun as well. But uh, if you haven't heard that Superpod episode yet, check that out. Uh, John Deeks was the star. You missed a lot if you weren't there live, but uh, it is up. And uh, I hope that you enjoy that as well. Uh, my other podcast, Philosophy, uh, there's a couple of great new episodes, one with Corinne Grant and one with Charlie Pickering. So Philosophy with Will Anderson, if you want to check that out as well. Okay, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Gareth and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. The following episode of FOFOP is classified M.A. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, joining me, guest Charlie uh, Gareth Reynolds. Hello. How are Hello. 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 I nearly I stumbled at the Hello. first hurdle there. Hello. How are you? Uh, here's the thing, Gareth. Uh, I, what I was trying to say was this... this <laughs> This podcast is nothing uh, if it's not about time travel. And uh, Thank you. this feels like a time travel episode because Good. we're recording this post the live 200s. But yes. this will really be in about the 180s okay. when it goes up. Okay. So this is a prequel. Oh, so that is made I, we after. didn't do that show yet. Yeah, not yet. Oh, shit. Okay. This is, this is like Star Wars. I hope War it goes well. This is like Star Wars episode one. Right. Okay. Jar Jar oh. Binks may be in this episode. Oh, shit. Am I Jar Jar? <laughs> I better not be joking. We'll reveal a lot of stuff from the 200th, which yeah. based on midi chlorins. <laughs> um, that was really fun, that show. It was a, a, an amazing show. Thanks to everyone who came out to the 200th. I don't that, know what you're talking that about. That you will hear about in the future. I've never heard of it. Uh, we have travelled here to the past to talk about it. It was it was pretty amazing. I nearly lost the recording, probably the <laughs> quickest that I've ever lost the recording. How does that? So how does the recording loss happen? Well, uh, normally it happens to do with computers. Okay. 
because you know I'm I'm at a level of computer like I've always said about podcasting that I'm at the exact level of that I can do it and no more. Right. Okay. Like right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. It, it barely gets done. Right. Most weeks, like if nothing goes wrong, I can get a podcast up. <laughs> but That's if awesome, man. anything goes wrong, yeah. we are beyond my sphere of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just fucked. <laughs> like even this Zoom we're recording on yeah. now, the dude who recorded the show at the 200th, yeah. he came down and he went, ah, oh, Oh, yeah, I'll also I've reset all the settings on your Zoom because you've just had them on the, like, box settings for the last like, three years. Ah, it, was sh- it was shifted in my bag. No, it shifted in my bag a lot. He goes, oh, no, no, those settings work well enough. This is just better. And I went, yeah, that's what podcasting is, mm-hmm. well enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll do. I've got it up and I've learned no more. <laughs> <laughs> have there been advances in the industry in the last three years? I imagine. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there have been. Right. So normally I just lose them by like clicking on the wrong thing on my computer or and then that's just it. badly recording them or what I almost did today, but I've actually learned from my mistakes is the other night I recorded um, my stand-up gig, uh, you know, uh, that you were at the other yeah. night. Uh, so I recorded that on this machine and so I had it on the external mic, which is the little top one up here, uh-huh. and I had to change it back, which uh, I often so that's, forget to. Right. No, I would forget to do that. To these two here? We did a, we did a two dollops where my mic was set wrong. And so the recording was shit, and people were fucking pissed. Yeah. Well, luckily with this podcast, yeah, like this level of shit we're at now, yeah. is still a fair advancement on the initial level of shit we started at. Oh yeah. 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 No, it's it's so much easier. Yeah. We're much like Drake. We started at the bottom, right? But now we're just here. We're like a cut price Drake. Awesome. We're awesome. like a Drake with not huge expectations. So a Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Like we're like uh, we're no, we're like uh, uh, first name not the greatest. Yeah, first name not the greatest. <laughs> Last name ever. Ever. <laughs> Have you heard that Drake song? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. First name greatest. Yeah. Last name ever. Last name ever. We're uh, not just, the greatest ever. It's just one of my favorite. Like that line, that Look. level of confidence that only comes from a hip hop star. But he is first not name even... greatest, last name ever. But also, like if the, if it came from someone who like if it came from like Little Wayne or something like that, like I would be, I think it would bother me less. Drake is just such a dork that I feel like he can't. Anytime I hear Drake, I'm just like, no, this is just it's not working for me. Uh, first name, greatest Canadian rapper, yeah. last name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see when he had lint on his pants at the basketball game? The chocolate? Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I gotta go. What did you... I got chocolate all over my pants. Drake, what are you doing? First name, last name. I'm fucking out of here. I'm covered in lint. <laughs> No, he had. I don't even want to tell the real just, version because I, I just want to picture that my, version. In my head, I have this image of Drake at the basketball wearing white pants. Yeah, I don't oh, know they're why. white in my head too. They're white pants, yeah. but he's got a pocket full of lint balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's forgotten there's in. He's popped, yeah. them, he's popped them in his pants as he's going out of the he's house. Like, he's like, you know what? <laughs> I might not be able to get some like top quality chocolates at the basketball. Who knows? Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like so Napoleon he's like, Dynamite. I'm <laughs> He's just rolling with pockets full of chocolates. That could be his album. Yo, welcome to Pockets Full of Chocolates. 
but then I just my imagine, fifth release. I imagine that mid-game, the chocolate has started to smear all over his white pants yeah. from the pocket outwards. Well, I also like to picture him like eating some of them and being so into the game that he's just kind of napkin it. Like he's using his pants as a serviette. So he's just sort of like into it, like, come on, defense. And someone's like, Drake, look at your pants. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. These are white. Yeah, I told you they'd have chocolate here, you dumb motherfucker. Shit. I gotta go. First name covered in the most chocolate, last name ever. Drake, no! So it wasn't lint. What, what did he have in his he pants? He had, you know, he had like little, like he had a lint roller. You know what a lint roller is? Oh, so to get lint off his pants. Yeah, and he had that, and he was like a, a man More with like a, a lint de roller. A lint, yeah, true. Right? That's fair, but th- you have to take that up with the manufacturer. Right. But I, I hear that point. <laughs> oh, ima- can- imagine if that's what the original business was. Yeah, the guy was like, like, well, we invented this way that you can effectively roll. People lint. don't like lint. Well, uh, what if we reverse the pro the process? Yeah, reverse the goddamn process. <laughs> The hell do I even have to come to this factory for? Should we call it the lint D-roller? Just call whatever you call it. Just don't make a device that puts lint on pants. Good to see you, sir. <laughs> but he had the lint D-roller, uh-huh. and he's just—it doesn't even matter anymore. But he's just—he's just like an obsessive compulsive man, just sort of like de-linting his pants so much during the game. Just like that's all he's doing is he's like watching the game while he's just making sure. That, which, by the way, is a worse look than having lint on your pants. Right. Yeah, to be like somebody who's like, no, I'm just steamrolling my pants nonstop. It's like, just have lint. That's heaps worse. Yeah, wh- the, yeah, way worse. The solution is much worse than the initial problem. You look, he, he, made a lot, he made a lot of like ESPN and like, you know, sports shows with that highlight because people were like, you're crazy. Show up with lint on your pants, the, not the chocolate. You'll be fine. Right. It's yeah. not, not going to get a mention. No, nobody be like, did you see Drake's pants the other night? Boy, oh boy. He like, had a lot of lint on them. How much lint could he even... <laughs> he, was he wearing some sort of, like, lint-heavy coat? No. Do you it know was, mean? Like, was it no. something that was big and sort of furry and no, stuff? That it was no, like, if memory serves, If memory serves, he's wearing, like, black pants and a white shirt, and he's just de-linting... Okay, here's what I will say. I'll, okay. I'm, I'm going to give Drake another chance. Well, I mean, first name greatest. Okay, so here's, the, here's, here's maybe my contention, right? Okay. Um, I wear a lot of black clothes. It's okay. Black, you know, so mostly I wear black clothes. Sure. I have three cats at home, uh-huh. uh, including a white cat. And that white cat sheds all the time. Right. And so no matter how much you do laundry or whatever, like there is not anything that I ever put on that like does not have a little bit of cat hair on it. Right. Is Drake a crazy cat lady? If Drake's a crazy cat lady, his first name is not greatest and his last name is not ever. Maybe his middle name is cat lady. Greatest cat (laughs) (laughs) The producer's like, Drake, we're thinking of taking out the cat lady. (laughs) That's the whole song. So then my name is just the greatest ever? No, no, no. Greatest cat lady ever. Drake. People won't uh, understand the other references to the pussy on the album. Yeah, otherwise it'll just They'll sound vulgar yeah, and crass. I'm, that's not what I'm like. I'm uh, I don't know about this, man. This isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> as he's just petting like <laughs> tons of felines. Come here, guys. Come here. What do you guys think I should do with my album? <laughs> well, 
If I mean, look, if he has a lot of cats, cat. a mansion full of cats. If that's he has I a imagine. mansion, if he I just was leaving the, a kitty party. If I want to see Drake's, like, uh, I would love to see Drake's MTV cribs, his cribs, and it's like him and a house full of cats. Yeah, and, but then it's exactly the same as like the normal cribs. But he just can't get through. He's hard to maneuver through his house. Right, it's and just it's like there's so cats. many cats. But obviously. he'll go into like one room, like they always do, like where they have their like uh, sneakers room. Yeah, you know they always have like a room yeah. full of sneakers yeah. that they don't wear. Yeah, and so like he'll go into his sneakers room, and there'll be just like tiny cat versions yeah <laughs> that's he's, what i want he's, he's got a collar area he's got he's, little matching outfits for him he's got a little ro- mint r- lint roller that's in case drake ends up on the cat's pants he's teaching them to scratch <laughs> he goes guys i know you love scratching but now you can dj i had a scratching post but then i just got two turntables and they've just really responded well Two turn tables and a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it was my song, Where It's Cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I like that idea. Anyway, so Drake had lint on his pants. Yeah, that's, uh. that's an, I mean, that's just a rich person thing, isn't it? That's just like when you're yeah. so rich and crazy that you can do whatever you want to do. Like, it was like I heard that Jay Lowe... Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Jenny oh, yeah. from the Block. Yeah, yeah, Jenny from the Block. Yeah, again, another one who has a lot of aliases like Drake. Yeah, um, I imagine it must be hard for Drake going through, you know, customs and stuff where he has to fill in the form and yeah. his like first name. Yeah, he runs like, out of like the squares. <laughs> he's like, well, shit, I need an extra form. I didn't even get my last name on there, <laughs> let alone my middle name, Cat Lady. Right, <laughs> and plus, do I need forms for all my cats? <laughs> I hired this. <laughs> Drake's hired the entire plane. It's just him and his cats. <laughs> the pilot's just sneezing in the cockpit, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Drake's custom form. The, the poor flight attendants up the front, like, we're out of fish and chicken. More milk, sirs. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> So, um, uh, Drake. Just one seat. Yeah. Uh, Drake Jenny from the block. Jenny. J-Lo. Yep. Uh, apparently she used to have a, a nipple, a person who was responsible for her nip. And you know what? I'm going to Google this so that let's get the outrageous rumor at least right. Whoa. I mean, you really have me with, I'm on the edge of my seat. You know what? I'm just With gonna, what I've heard so far. I'm going to type in J-Lo nipple. That might not be enough information. You'll probably see a penis if I've learned okay, anything that, about that's Google. That's a nip slip. Okay. Uh, J-Lo nipple handler, I'm mm. going to say. Let's see. if that probably just be Chelsea Handler's boobs. Uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're so everywhere, be like everywhere on the internet now. <laughs> I know. She's really pushed them. Oh, my God. It's yeah. like, I mean, I, hey, you know, free, sure. free the nipple, whatever. Yeah. I'm fine Don't with everyone. Don't force the nipple, though. But, like, you can't. Open a newspaper or anything without just seeing Chelsea yeah. Handler's no, nipples. She's, yeah, no, she's really trying. They are like, where's Wally? They're in everything. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's, uh, oh, no, okay, that's not helping me. Oh, Chelsea Handler. <laughs> of course. It did come up. Uh, Chelsea Handler, uh, a J-Lo nipple handler assistant, maybe. That's what I'll say. Let's see if that works. Uh, Katy Perry's personal boob assistant. Okay, oh. I'm just going to go there. Wow. Uh, all right. Okay. So there's more than one boob assistant, it okay. sounds like. All right, maybe that's... They might have a union. Um, all right. Nipple tweaker for the stars. Nipple tweaker for the stars? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, yep. Yeah, here we go. 
Uh, you could have asked yourself when th- flipping through magazines why all the models have always clearly erected nipples when shot with tight or transparent shirts. Have you thought that, Gareth? That's all I think, Will. Right. Um, while the women you see in the street are really that excited. Is that the second half of you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I, a lot of times I walk around in the streets and I just go, why, why isn't it award season in your shirt, ma'am? And they're like, sir. Award season in your shirt. Uh, what is it about millions of dollars in success that just gets those nipples so hard? The answer, of course, is the photographer asks them to appear so. After a few times, he doesn't have to, since the model knows by herself what is expected from her. Sometimes she will use ice. Wow. Uh, which I'll just leave uh, on a, a glass near her. Just yeah, would you sure. like some ice? On the rocks. On the rocks? Would you just like... Your tits on the rocks, man? <laughs> uh, and sometimes uh, she'll discreetly use her hands. Oh, wow. Now, if she's not a model but a superstar, she isn't expected to do anything by her own hands not even play with her breasts. What? Therefore, the stylist assistant will oblige, generally without mentioning it. Like, so you just... In the middle of a conversation. <laughs> no, I know. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, when, in, every, every March we go down there, we take the whole family, we take the kids as a guy just puts his... Ow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. There we go. Those Ooh. are right where we need you. There we go. Yeah. Miss <laughs> uh, Perry, would you like a... <laughs> so... Uh, apparently you do it. Um, okay, here we go. If she's uh, so basically, they just do it as they're arranging the outfit. <laughs> That's such an awkward part of the arranging the outfit moment, right. though. Um, <laughs> the others will then pretend what, to not know what's going on. What? After a few minutes, they'll have to play with the stars' nipples again. What? I, yeah. I, I right. this so, is a lot. Now, so. Okay. If she's not just any superstar, but the one and only Jennifer Lopez. Oh, boy. She will have a professional nipple tweaker. Oh, my God. J-Lo has a nipple tweaker who tours around with her and specifically twe- tweaks her nipples I mean, in times of nipple emergencies. If you work for J-Lo, you have to hate the guy who has that. You have to just be like, I mean, he just doesn't do shit. That's his whole job. He takes three minutes before every show and he plays with their fucking tits. Right. And then he gets, and look at him. Look at him eating those shrimp. But he's got to be ready to go. Oh, yeah. I the think dr- that's the guy. Like, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> if you miss your, if, if you, you miss, miss a tweak, you're out. Right. <laughs> if there is like, even like one soft yeah. nipple in a shoe. Yeah. Well, and who are you going to get to fill that role? You can't just get somebody, anybody to just do it. You right. need a pro. It's got to have someone who's got good eyesight. Good eyesight. Attention knows, to detail. Yeah, knows not to go too hard, but also get the job done. Soft and supple hands, but yeah. not too soft. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, you're going to be in a range of materials. That's very true. I mean, You've got to be able to find the source, too. Right. That's another thing, location. Got to know where the nipples are where- without... Seeing them, yeah. erect already. Well, and you know you the can't nipple. Just be fumbling the nipple, around, yeah. The nipple can pinching random. The boot. nipple can jump around. Right. You've got to be able to know. It's got to be a nipple, nipple whisper, nipple awareness. Yeah, there needs to be a nipple history. You've got to a be nipstery. a nipstery. You've yeah. got to be a nipple diviner. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You've got to just like right. You've got yeah. to sense where it is. Absolutely. Yeah, without question. Otherwise, your job. It's your job. That's your job. You've got to be like that job. dude in the Mentalist, but for boobs. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> So the nipple test <laughs> right here. How did you know he's the best? Behind my back, watch. <laughs> now, now he's just showing off. Blindfold me. <laughs> All right, put her at the end of the room. I'm going to pin the fingers on the nipples. 
I also can't, but I can't believe a lot of that. Like the idea that, that people, that you could actually get too successful to feel like you can tweak your own nipples. Well, I mean, maybe just, I mean, look, it's probably just one of those things where it's probably not his only job. He probably does some other things. But still, how could you not? He's probably a drug dealer. <laughs> he probably has the coke. <laughs> They're like, look, my nipples can't get hard because of the coke. Uh-huh. I will also need you to occasionally tweak my nipples. I find, that's a great crossover great, gig for me. It's a great reason to have you around. <laughs> yeah. If the cops come, we'll just say you're a nipple tweaker, right. not a regular tweaker. <laughs> Why is his jaw moving so much? Uh, he's just really excited for the, the right before showtime when he gets to tweak the nipple. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, that is bizarre, right? right? That they couldn't. But why could you not tweak your own nipple? Answer me, Anderson. Well, I mean, I, I just think maybe just because you can, like now, because you can, it's like one of those things of like, it's it's like posturing. I mean, why do we cut our own hair? Like, why yeah, don't we cut our own hair? I mean, like, you know, like well, you get an, I, an expert to do it, right? Well, because... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, she's got other shit to... Yeah. Like, it's fine. Well, okay, here's an example. Yeah, why we need to go... Why, why don't you just wank? What do you mean? Well, instead like of... on your nipple tweaking. No, yeah. not instead. Not to get yourself hard. I don't okay. mean... Like, it's going to take a little bit longer, gang. No, I mean that, like, we all have the capacity, if you have hands, yeah. to give yourself sexual pleasure. Yeah. Then why do we do anything but that? Eventually, we get to a point where we're like, you know what? I got a little bit of coin. Yeah. I got some things going on in my life. I think I might outsource some of this. Something yeah. else can, you know what I mean? Fair. fair. Just because you can do it yourself doesn't mean that you don't want to get someone else involved. Yeah, yes. Uh, look, you have me on the wank angle, for right. sure. On the wangle. Uh. Uh, I, but, <laughs> but still, you... There's no... I don't know. I, I mean, it's just, yeah, maybe you're right. I like the idea of Wangle, by the way. The wangle. <laughs> wangle. And I love the idea that like, they had a meeting beforehand. They were like, I think we should call it Wangle. One guy's like, no, it's definitely, it's a Wangle. And the other guy's, no, no, it's like it's Wangle. Not. It's a Wangle. Be- because it's like your Wang it's, and it's an angle. It's a, it's a, and like, if you think when it's it gets a wangle, hard, it goes at a 90 degree Wangle. At a Wangle. Yeah. Like, and the other guy's like, no, but what about Wankel? And he's like, well, no, then people think your ankle's involved. I think we moved on from Wankel a little Guys, while ago. Right. Wankel's not even on the table yeah, anymore. Wankel's when you masturbate your ankle. Right. Nobody's doing that. Except for Charlie. <laughs> let's register it anyway. I mean, let's... let's taken? Let's register by... Yeah, right. <laughs> Son of a bitch! What isn't taken? What about Wankel69? Hold on, Wankel... That's taken too. Same guy. <laughs> this guy's really got his... He's got the market cornered on Wankel's. Told you it was a good call. Oh, man. He's come at it from all wangles. <laughs> Damn him! <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. He, uh, he's a, a random, uh, he, well, not completely random side note. Okay. But, but a little bit of a different angle. Sure. I don't, I a wangle. Cl- I, a wangle. Yeah. I clean my own house, okay. but I also get a guy in to clean my house. Like to do like, you know, the expert okay. cleaning. Okay. Right? All right. Now you've got me. Because now what you're what you're saying is that maybe there is some expertise right. to which that I I understand. I, right. But again, I mean, to me, it's like if I just I mean, if I like, look at us. I don't, you know, now we're both touching our nipples. But if, I if just, people want to imagine, yeah. if the reception on this podcast has just got better, we've just discovered something. <laughs> 
from then. And that's what you have to do from now on to be like, for the clearest Christmas thing, we just need you to play with your nipples. Why isn't Will getting any female guests on the podcast anymore? Why is it just Gareth every week? New stipulation. So even in doing that now, I'm not... Uh, no, you're right. I'm like, hard, but I'm not... I could be I, harder. And I'm not sure it'll sustain. Yeah, no, you know? these are not going to stay. Whereas external... Get some ice. Let's do this external for real. external manipulation would... So what you're saying is we should do each other's nipples? <laughs> <laughs> Let's save that for a live show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. My nipples could be harder. Right. All right. There you go. Uh, speaking of my cleaner, he's a, he's, a, he's a man. Okay. He's an old kind of, well, not old, but older, like a hippie-ish kind of. He like rides a motorcycle and he's got long hair and he's okay. like, you know, he's quite hippie-ish. All right. And um, the other day he did something that I... Oh, boy. I just, no, I'm fine with. Uh, I know But at not. the same time, well... <laughs> I don't know if I'm fine with it. That's exactly like I mean. Obviously, if I was fine with it, yeah, I we'd still be, be touching our up. nipples. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you've just tuned in, we're touching our nipples. Back to that in a little while. Well, we'll check. I oh, see mine's already soft. I'm still. I still got a little action. Yeah, both of mine are soft yeah. already. No, they're going. That but I still got some action. That wasn't like five minutes. I still got some kick. Yeah, if I if I was announcing a, the winner right now, right. I'd be mortified. Yeah, I, with I, my regular nipples. I wouldn't have got. I, I wouldn't have got out to the podium. No, no. and got through our first. Excuse awkward me. Joke. No, I don't think so. Right. <laughs> Tune the radio. More like a nopal. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> he played it off so well. <laughs> So um, uh, he cleaned my weed drawer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what did he... He cleaned it but didn't get rid of anything. He just no, no, no. tidied it. He tidied it. That's fun. But that's like... So this house is quite neat. But That's an intimacy line has right. sort of been crossed a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But in the final It'd way, be like the equivalent of somebody like coming home and realizing your cleaner had organized your dildos or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Imagine right? like, that. Oh my god, he put them in socks What was he doing? What does he think they are? And I cleaned your flashlight drawer too, miss oh, Thank you That'll be all, thank you so much <laughs> Yeah, so it did feel a bit like that Because yeah. that is just like, you know, there's You know, yeah. weed and bits he now and pieces know, He now knows like, the deal Well, I mean, I think he knew the deal Yeah, but now he's seen the but deal the, yeah. yeah, and he's cleaned up the deal as long as he, because what it would be worse would be is be like threw some weed away or something, and then you had to be like, so um, when you're uh, throwing out yeah, stuff, uh, I'm sorry, boy, my nipples are rock hard. Uh, when you are um, uh, cleaning that drawer, um, let's just go with you know a quick clean. Maybe don't even touch it. Just it's fine. It's fine. It's gonna be messy the next time you're here. I promise. Comes back next week, and I'm just. <laughs> I've taped it up. Yeah. No, I've taped it up. Yeah. You get a little police line, so what, don't cross. I think that's part of the reason why I'm uncomfortable with it. It's not the fact that he cleaned it. It's the fact that I now feel like I have to keep it clean. Right. And he knows now, too. He's in. He's in all the way. He's in whole hog on Will Anderson. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. He, gets, he, knows, he knows the deal. What you need now is you need a secret from him. So when he comes around the next time, you know, pour a couple little snifters. Get to know the man a little bit. Dig deep. And once he says something personal, be like, don't tell anyone about my fucking weed. We're even. <laughs> Wait, didn't you have a guy, you told me this on this show, but there's a guy who like was getting rid of like cockroaches and he like looked at your toaster and said, they're here. 
right? Yes. <laughs> he picked up the toaster, he smelt underneath it, and he said, they are here. That's just the greatest. How's that guy not a famous exterminator? Right. Ah, it's the top. He should have, he should have a show. Absolutely. A show. Have a show. Without question. Right? Yes. Just following. I mean, everything's a fucking show now. It's true. It's actually getting annoying. Everything's I, I, about million. What's with millionaires? Every show seems to what, be about millionaires. At that's the what's so crazy about right now because it's almost like instead of because we there is a show here on uh, MTV called My Sweet Sixteen uh-huh. that I, I'm sure they did in other countries, but it was basically about like a girl, a spoiled girl uh, or or boy getting their sweet sixteen party, which again is just such a dumb concept. What is a sweet sixteen? Because we it, don't do, just, we don't do a sweet sixteen in Australia. Well, we didn't where I'm from either. But right. I, and I and I really think it's just for people who are rich. So, but it's basically just like a crazy party when you're sixteen. It's called your sweet sixteen. Right. <laughs> it's just you uber celebrate this year, right. and. Uh, so, and it was just, it was like the... Because what even, what is there about 16 that's worth celebrating? I mean, you get a driver's license here, but still, nothing. But There's that, nothing. But you get that. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Have a driver's license party. 17 is kind of the gap year here, you know. You should have a sweet 17th, because you get your license, 17's yeah. nothing, then you can vote and buy smokes. Right. Yeah. Or you're, yeah, but but for whatever reason, you gotta have a sweet sixteen. <laughs> well, the, you know, it's the alliteration. And that I we also, just can't... Lo- but I also love the well, yeah, but like I mean, you get kids, that with kids have changed. Yeah, you got a sweet seventeen. Yeah, but also there's no sweet kids at sixteen anymore. Well, that's what's amazing. You gotta about... have like fing- fingering fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you gotta have. Show grandma. Tip me off twelve. <laughs> that's what kids are into these days, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. But there is no sweetness in these children. The whole point of the show was right. to just show, I guess, how awful they were. And, you know, like, they would be, like, like they would be getting this million-dollar party. And, and even when I used to do kids' birthday parties, I would show up sometimes. Hang on. What did you do at kids' birthday parties? Have we talked about this before? I don't think we have on okay, here. Okay. No. Hang on. Well, tell me this. Well, uh, well let Is me... this something you're meant to declare to people before? Oh, it's before I okay. go anywhere. No, yeah. you finish that story and we'll get back to kids' birthday okay, parties. Okay. So, so... <laughs> Uh, but it was like it just showed how awful these these kids were, and they're bringing back the show now. You know, and just be somebody like having this enormous party, like you know Drake or somebody would show up for their party, and they would play songs, and they would be the shit, and at the end of it, they would get like a Range Rover, and they would be like, "That's not the right color, oh my god, Dad!" And they would be awful people. And they, you just would see in the future how these are the people who are going to be like making, you know, getting waiters fired for the rest of their lives just because they have no concept of what it's like to work. And, but the point being that we do celebrate the millionaires. It's who, and it's such a crazy time for us to sort of be like embracing the people who are taking all the fucking money. Like, it's just crazy. I, I, I believe... And this, yeah, I don't want this to turn into like a Joe Rogan podcast. Let's get him. <laughs> I'm ready to go to DC. But no, I, I believe that the, the mass media has an interest in celebrating the idea. America, the, the reason the inequality is so massive in America is, and the reason that they've been able to get away with making inequality so entrenched into the system is that you've been sold a lie as a country that everybody believes. Which Not is, everybody, but yes. Well, no, but as a general sort of philosophy, people believe, which is that anyone can be president, yep. anyone can be famous, yep. anyone can be rich and successful. Yeah. And, and so, so you're willing to 
like trade off everyone having a decent amount yeah. in the hope that you'll be the one who wins the lottery. Yeah, it's totally the lottery mentality. Right. Because it's, like, it's like that MTV Cribs thing where yeah. you're just like, here's my room that I keep my sneakers on I don't yeah. wear. And, and instead I'm like, oh, of being do you have like, a room of like pictures of African children yeah. you sponsor so or something? Yeah, so instead of being like, sell some of your shoes and help people, right. where our, our mindset is like, I want to have a shoe room. Right. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I think these shows are. Yeah, like, and that's they, why like shows like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, those shows too, because that's literally like showing you know any game show. That's why we love that shit because you love so, to watch someone's life change. But the reality is, if we would just all meet a little bit more in the middle, oh, the playing the lottery is the classic one. Yeah, it's like they've just sold you this idea. Yeah, that you know the the reason that they celebrate these lottery winners whose lives get changed yeah. is so that the rest of the time they can lower your fucking minimum wage and make you yeah. line up for two days over Thanksgiving well, to be able to afford a fucking toaster. There was a yeah, they're here. Uh, there was a there was a toaster that already has cockroaches in it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why did I just got this? That's how little you get paid. You have to sit at home. I think he just smells. Roaches on toasters. <laughs> With your roachster, <laughs> you have to sit alone in your tiny apartment. Do you guys like jam on your roaches? How do you like your roaches? <laughs> what do you want on your roach? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Well, we won't turn it into a whole thing, but it is very, it is amazing here because we, like, America is definitely at, at the point where, you know, I mean, we're really, there's really this amazing inequality level and there's obviously so much toxic money in politics and yet we still, um, you know, there's this, great, there's this great quote from Eisenhower where he kind of warns about a time like this in America. And his warning is for the government officials, as in, you won't be able to get it to this point. And they have. Right. And it's crazy. It's, it is, it's absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. And when you live in it, you just feel like, I mean, you, it's, it feels so futile, you know? Like, you just feel like they have won this They've they've won. They've they, there's enough people here who believe that this is a fine system, that your options are to move. I think, right. <laughs> and that's about it. Well, I've just jumped on board, so that's a nice little speech. <laughs> See you in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about children's parties. Then I want to know about that. So I used to when I first moved here. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't have what they call a plan. Uh, so I just, me and uh, my buddy, we just started doing sketch shows together. And this girl came to a sketch show, and I, I and I really ha- I didn't have a job. I, w- I had a little money saved up from when I was valeting cars, uh-huh. and so but I needed a job. And someone told me about this job where you could dress up like superheroes or like costumed characters for kids' birthday parties on the weekends. Oh, okay. Really, only work the weekends, yeah. and you know all that shit. So I went and met with a dude, and um, he was he taught me how to make balloon animals, taught me how to do these magic tricks, and then so so you've still got those up your sleeve. Oh, dude, I can fucking murder a balloon right now. Right. Whatever you want. You want That's a sword? You want a fucking, fucking dog? Next, next live want, show. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. I should keep balloon animals in my, in like my pants just in case <laughs> just, I'm in the middle of a bomb. <laughs> And just to be like, just blow one up and just make a poodle. No, in any life situation. Yeah, that's true too. Like you should always in your pocket have a condom and have a like a. Oh, like. The night I get the mix up though. <laughs> Ow! Fuck! It won't come off. <laughs> As I give my niece like a condom flower. There you go, sweetie. But, no, uh, I, 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 I think that would be a good idea to always have one because I think. But you, you need th- a pump, unfortunately. Am I committed enough to have like? 
could you not? Because I, because I, I imagine you were getting out of yourself out of muggings and stuff. Like somebody's come up to you and you're like, "Look, I don't have any loose change, but but I do have a best friend for you. You like cats, right, Drake?" <laughs> It's Drake. My God, you did start at the bottom. This cat won't get fur on my pants? That's right, Drake. It's the perfect cat. (laughs) New episode. They do episode two of Drake's MTV Cribs. There's just this like one cat that he keeps like patting. Just the butler rolling his eyes like, come kill me. (laughs) He has to pretend to feed the cat. Yeah. Every day he has to pretend to spoon the food. Did he like that little steak stuff? Yes, sir. He loved it. Master Drake. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to make the noise. This is lovely. (laughs) Look at how happy she is. (laughs) All right, cool. (laughs) I'm going to go pad shop it. All right. So, um, So, yeah. So, I basically learned all this stuff and then... For years, I would just go uh, to kids' birthday parties. What sort of magic? Uh, just dumb shit. Like, I would just, you know, just stuff where I would have, like, a hidden coin and a thing. Uh, like, a little, a little magic bag where you put something in, and then, you know, you flip a little switch, and then out of the bag, you pull another thing. Just stuff that, like... Because sometimes you'd go It'd to... It'd be great if you went to that and they were just like, you, you were like, you know, <laughs> that's what you thought you were going to learn. But he was like, oh, no, that's not the sort of magic people yeah. are into these days. Yeah. Uh, what you're going to need to do is dress as Spider-Man yeah. and then be in a glass box suspended <laughs> above the party. They've hired you for 40 days. Yeah, you've got to be buried. <laughs> How do you feel about being buried? <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, well, good night, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> under a block of ice like uh, my life uh, <laughs> so I would I would just have to dress up like yeah like Spider-Man like Batman or like Winnie the Pooh or like Buzz Lightyear or like whatever it was and I would go yeah. to these parties all the superheroes all the big names yeah. all the all the ones who need to get their nipples tweaked by uh, a staffer right and uh, Winnie, Winnie had his own Winnie nip- yeah, Eeyore. Eeyore, Eeyore. Was, Eeyore was good with the nipples, <laughs> always. We call the Eeyore's hands honey pots because they really got the job done. Um, but so Eeyore, yeah. of all the, he's a wild man. But that's like an unconventional hoof for a nipple tweak. Oh yeah, no, it's it, not. No, he uses both hooves. Oh right, yeah. He sort of we call it warming himself by the fire. That's what it looks like almost. He's just hoofing his hoofs together, right over that sweet bare nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'd go to these parties and I'd show up and it would be like, you know, whatever, a kid's birthday. And I would come in and I would, uh, you know, play some games with hula hoops and music. Then I would do magic tricks. Then I would make balloon animals. Then I would do cake. And then I would go to my car and um, do it like three more times or four more times that day. How old are these kids? They vary. I mean, I tell a story on stage about once when I, I got booked for a one-year-old. Which happened a couple times. Uh-huh. But you would just be like, ugh. Like, because you would get a work order that would say what the deal was. Yeah. And right away, every week... What did, every, say, did it say? She's a big fan of yours. Yeah, huge, huge fan. <laughs> if she's not speaking, she's starstruck. She can't wait to meet you, Peter Pan. Uh, 
So, but yeah, so I would get these work orders and I would like look and it would have like the age, the amount of kids, like what they wanted. And there would always be two or three that I'd be like, oh, this looks like a nightmare on paper. Like, I can't believe I'm going to have to. What don't you want to see? What what are the like the, in that situation, what are your your red flags? You don't want to see super young. You don't want to see one or two. Because I would have thought you're super young. You're one or two. Like, they know nothing. Yeah, but, but you're hired. There's parents around. So you're hired to entertain kids. Right. And a lot of times at like a one or two year old's party, they'll be like, you know, some three or four or five year olds. Oh, yeah. But again, some yeah. Some older, more cynical kids. Well, they don't like the stuff that the one and two year olds are into. Yeah, no, yeah. That you're like, what am I going to do? Bubbles or hula hoops? Holy <laughs> shit, what a conflict. Oh boy. Because bubbles would always be like a like, great thing. Hey, uh, we really love your stuff, but there's a lot of little kids here today. So if you could keep it like. More bubbles than hula hoops? You know, I know it's, we didn't tell you this before, right. but uh, this is kind of a bubbles hula hoops crowd. Right. Uh, no magic. No We're magic clean magic-wise. No, we just... So... This is a no magic crowd. And very, then no candy, very obviously. Very religious people. It's yeah. the devil. And, oh, yeah, no sugar. We'll light no you at 40 so. to make balloons yeah, that, yeah. that the kids should not have because they would digest them <laughs> with ease. <laughs> okay, so little kids. So uh, that's what you wouldn't want to see, or you wouldn't want to see like eleven or twelve, because okay. I would like I remember Terrible having watch. to be like Scooby Doo at like a twelve year old's party. Oh yeah, okay. And the you know the illusion is now. Bad. Was there a gang, or are you just uh, that for that? It was just Scooby, okay. which was always fun. Just Scooby solo, yeah, just solo, yeah. Doing the voice, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, but not well, not ever well. Well, you don't have Scooby's like one of those ones that everyone can know. You can, yeah, exactly. Like so, I would be able to be like, "Well, it's nice to meet you too," right? Yeah, but you, for an you're hour, right. that isn't like you're right. <laughs> for an hour, by the end, you're like, "Well, Scooby's does sick of talking. <laughs> His voice hurts. I sound like uh, Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> mm, back to the van, Scooby will go. Mm, it was the man who ran the amusement park the whole time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'd love a hit of the joint shiny. <laughs> this shit is good." Got away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids, I would have. <laughs> yeah, it's the bad guy. I gotta say, even for a gang of kids that drive around in a van solving mysteries and get high all day, this is shocking. <laughs> you play all characters. It's like it's like those dudes who do like uh, Lord in the Rings in an hour. Yeah, have you yeah, seen those shows? yeah. So I you just do gotta all all members gang. of Scooby could do the whole gang. I hope your one year old appreciates what I'm doing, ma'am. <laughs> but you just have to keep going into the van for yeah. the changes. All right, I'll go get Shaggy. <laughs> Zoinks, I can't believe I'm here too, man. <laughs> I'll go get Velma. <laughs> Just all fucked up with the Fred wig on and Velma glasses. Um, wait, who the fuck are you? Um, oh, I'm Fred. Uh, I vote Republican. Back to the van. <laughs> so, so you wouldn't want to see too young. You wouldn't want to see too old. You wouldn't want to see face painting. That was always a disaster. Oh, because you were, had to do the face painting? I had to do the face painting. Oh. And, and that was just, that was again a thing where like somebody was probably sold an idea of like, he can do anything. And then right. you get there and you're using like watercolors on a hot day. Yeah. And they think that you like are a face painting expert. Yeah. And also my boss, if I would do like uh, Spider-Man or like Batman, mainly like the Spider-Man, he would ask me to take the gloves off to face paint. Because you would get paint on the gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So that would always, like, like kids. Like the actual Spider-Man. Like the real Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, you'd just be like, I hope like, the Green Goblin doesn't come around the corner because I need to face paint for a little while. Well, that's why he didn't do much face painting in the movies or comics. Yeah, I think they cut out a lot of that, right. actually. I don't remember why. Well, after yeah. a few deaths, there was, like, a lot of crimes. <laughs> yeah, after 100 people died at the Green Goblin's hands. Right, because Spider-Man was at the Spider-Man, laundry. too busy face painting again. <laughs> Hundreds dead. 
<laughs> and the kids look like shit. But so face painting, so when you take your gloves off, kids would be like, yeah, I knew you weren't Spider-Man. And you'd have to be like, no, I'm Peter Parker. You know, you would try right. to like. Also, uh, yeah, I'm not Spider-Man because Spider-Man doesn't face paint. And yeah. Spider-Man doesn't attend children's parties. Well, I mean, there would be, like, a lot of that, too. Where, like, I mean, really, I would be there for an hour, and that was just enough time most times to just keep the illusion, even if it was fading, even if, like, there was a group of skeptics that was growing in the corner. You know, you'd be like, just get to balloon animals, get to balloon animals, get to goddamn uh, yeah, balloon animals. Yeah, if you animals. get there, you're like... You I, get to balloon right. animals. That's what, that was, like... That was like the sweet drink at the end of like a day of hard labor. Like balloon animals was like, ah. Yeah, we got it from here. Yeah, I think we can go on autopilot for a little right. while. Mouth stuff under our mask at the mean moms. Right. That, yeah, see, because, yeah, I, um, the smart ass kid, that would have been the, the hardest thing for yeah. me. It's like some kid who's like, you're not the real Spider Man. It's brutal. I would like, I would ha have to like bite my tongue on the temptation to go, like, you know, say, well, if the real Spider Man was here, uh, several people would have died during this time. Yeah. And that's on you. Well, you would so say, happy I mean birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of other children is on your, because the real Spider-Man uh, came uh, to your party. I wish, I wish it was the job where I like wanted to get fired because right. that would be a great angle to go. I, I mean, that's a Sandler movie right there. Yeah. Oh, I would think. I mean, I almost had. I mean, because I did it for like, I did it for three years. Then I got to take a little break because I thought I was successful, and then I uh, ah. didn't, uh, wasn't, and then well, I had to go the back to it. Well, that's the thing about children's parties. You think you're out, I, I, but they keep <laughs> Yeah, they were. <laughs> Man, my first one back, it was just, I was so sad. I, was I mean, so... that's tough. Yeah. When you think you've, uh, I mean, and that's a very showbiz thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, the person who yeah, quits the bar job or quits the day job or yeah. whatever. And Has a it, party to celebrate. Right. You get a pilot, you get a show, you're yeah. on a thing and then it gets canceled and then suddenly you're like, oh. Yeah. No, the humble pie is one of the harder things. But, but, but if there was something about kids' parties that made it so much like harder to, for me to think that I actually had to go back to doing that. Cause it, by the end it really was something that I was just like, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> I mean, right. I would just be, I would do fine, but I'd be putting like a Riddler mask on in my car, like motherfucker, like before everyone, you know, probably high, just like, Ugh, son of a bitch. I showed up drunk as Santa once. Uh, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> uh, how drunk? Uh, like, Pretty like me and my brother were out watching uh, rugby on I think I can't remember it was when England was playing a few years ago, probably like five or six years ago, and we were at a, a bar but we snuck in a flask and we drank till probably like six in the morning and the party was like nine, so I went to bed hammered, woke up at like eight thirty and was like oh my god and then had to go do it you know hungover uh, drunk hungover yeah but drunk definitely yeah. drunk yeah still drunk sober enough to be like whoa ho, ho, ho. look at that you know but in my head be like i'm gonna eat so much pizza when i get fucking out of here it's illegal maybe santa would like some cookies <laughs> now maybe santa could lay down for a little while and rest his weary eyes you know the elves have not been pulling their weight as much as they used to in the north pole I just get so weary <laughs> read the story to yourselves and don't tell your mothers Oh, 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 kill me. <laughs> yeah, but it was a trip. It was really the weirdest. So uh, when I'm writing, I like, to, um, I like to watch shows that are just on in the background. And yeah. so 
Good shows like for that are things like uh, Law and Order, Criminal Minds, NCIS, like any of those sort of procedurals. Where <laughs> well, you can just jump in and out of those. And oh feel- yeah, totally. <laughs> in fact, if anything, you might I have think- missed your calling then. No, I think that's the way to fucking watch those shows. Well, I've only watched them the way by not watching them. So. No, you've got it. Like, I mean, I think if you watch them from the start, it's too obvious who the fucking murderer <laughs> is. But I, I feel like if you're in and out of it, it's, it feels it feels a bit more like. <laughs> You make it a little bit more. I make it a little bit more like a HBO show. See, that's what. The, but that is what is the byproduct of it's this. It's my is gonna true be, detective. Well, you're going to be amazing at solving mysteries at some point because <laughs> people are going to be like, "There's not enough clues," and you'll be like, "There's plenty of, plenty clues. of clues. Look, we've got a glove. We've right. got a body. That's it was you- the mayor." <laughs> <laughs> you have to do everything. Yeah. And so, but what that means is you can watch quite a lot of a TV show and not really know all the characters and stuff like that because you don't really pay that much attention to that sort of thing. Right. Like, I've watched every single episode of Criminal Minds ever and I know that one of them's called Hotch or Hodge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, this is really in the background. Right. (laughs) You're going to get starstruck someday and be like, Hodge, Hop, Hop. Happy? I know that um, the bad guy's called the unsub, and the I know unsub. the unsub. They always talk about the unsub, uh, you know, did this or that, the unsub. And, <laughs> and he's, is and this he's, Teletubbies? <laughs> no, the unsub. That's what they call the – it probably stands for something, I imagine. Yeah. The unsub. It's the guy who likes salads when they go to Subway. Right. Yeah, the unsub. Uh, Urban Dictionary. Oh, no, probably not. Okay, you know, here we go. Uh, Urban Dictionary, unsub. Uh, unsub is most likely uh, – okay. Uh, unknown subject. There you go. <laughs> well, that's very <laughs> fitting for you. <laughs> They're all on subs. <laughs> Except for Hodge, Hodgley or whatever. You know that show, Unsub. <laughs> unsub. Unsub. <laughs> the, the show that I know Detective nothing. Unsub. Yes. I know nothing about this show. This, <laughs> this whole show is an unsub to me. Oh, my God. So, hang on. Like, Moby Dick wasn't just a whale. It was also... <laughs> A symbol of something else? Next week on Unsub. <laughs> Wait, now who the hell are you? I don't know! Wheels up in 30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they put it in context. Uh, you know, they put it in a sentence. Oh, perfect. Our Unsub is most likely a white male in his mid-30s with a penchant for Star Wars action figures and chocolate milk beverages. I love they had to make it a white guy. Right. They're like, because mm-hmm, it could be, Yeah. That's how we are here. We right. don't profile, not even in not our urban dictionary. urban dictionary. No, no, no. It doesn't see color. We all bleed red on Urban Dictionary. Well, technically, this is Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, you know what urban <laughs> means in Urban Dictionary, right? Well, we don't. We never have thought about it like no, that ever. No, We're, that's an unsub Everyone's to us. equal. Yeah, there's, race is an unsub <laughs> to us, but that's just how we've always been. Anyway, a man in his mid-30s stole some figures. <laughs> all right. Okay, so... I've been watching a lot of those shows. Right. Uh, here's, here's some things I've picked up. Oh, I, and at the moment, I'm uh, watching The Good Wife. So in the Jeez, last... wow, you've got a deep bench. So, yeah. So in this last uh, two days, I've gone through, I think, 30 episodes of The Good Wife. Of The Good Wife? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the guy who watches it. Right. The Good Wife. The Good Wife. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah. Uh, but she's not. Uh, the name is misleading. She's a bad wife. It's not like Top Chef, where like they're f- trying to find like yeah. the, the top of chef. Right. Like she's not always good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's the wife. She's 
She's not always even a wife. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a and, woman? And, and I'm only two series in. Imagine what's going to happen by series six. <laughs> There's a lot more unsubs to come. Well, the great thing about those sort of shows is they're just fucking heaps of the episodes as well. Yeah. Like you can watch the entire series of The British Office in a day. Yeah. But you can, oh, yeah. But you can't get through an entire series of no. like, you know, The Good Wife. Oh, and, yeah. They'll do like 24. Right. They'll be like, we're going to do 24 for the second season. You're like, right. what? And it's like when you watch a show like that that's been on forever – but you've not watched it all. Yeah. You, and you know, that, that's a big successful show, The Good Wife. It wins Emmys yeah, and it's yeah. been on forever. It's yeah. a big network show. Right? Yep. You see what people have been up to. Uh-huh. Like people, you're like, because in my world, I'm like, oh yeah, Michael J. Fox, he does a couple of little guest parts and stuff, but he's pretty much like, yeah. oh no, he's fucking working heaps. Oh really? He's all over The Fucking Good Wife. Jesus. Okay. The dude who was Nightcrawler in the original X-Men, Alan Cumming. Oh, he's all over. He's, he's all over the Good Wife, <laughs> Mr. Big from Sex in the City and from Law and Order. He's Chris Noth. Yeah, yeah, all over the Good Wife. Jesus. Yeah. So it's really more of a good one, one cast. Of the, one of the kids from Dead Poets Society. What? <laughs> I'm he's, pretty sure. He's in it. I don't know. I'm not paying. I'm watching it in and out. <laughs> I just would love for that guy to hear this. Some well, other, that's nice to hear. Some other people who look familiar to me, but I can't quite place. Some unsubs. Yeah, plenty of unsubs. Plenty of A-list unsubbery. <laughs> uh, so it does it. It's sort of like calm. Like it, you just want a calming. You want something calming in the background, right? Which I totally get. A procedural. Normally, yeah. it's a procedural, right? Um, but there are little things that start to bug you when you watch a lot of the like shows. At the one time. Yeah. One of the ones I've spoken about on the podcast before is that uh, they use the same uh, telephone loop for uh, Law and Order's office every time. So when they're in that, like when they're at the police are in the command or whatever, what do you call it? The, the station. Yeah. Police yeah. are in the station all around their desks and the phones are randomly ringing in the background. It's the you know, same. It's the same. They just use the same one oh, all the time. Wow. And it starts to bug you after a while. That sound this, editor yeah, is right? like, shit, I got to step it up. <laughs> People are talking. These were not meant to be binge watched. <laughs> no, because they're the little things you pick you're not up. picking up. You're not picking up the plot. You don't know the characters, but you know that that phone ring. That is totally the the plight of somebody who's like looking at a computer screen while right. it's on. Because that's just the thing that gets in your head. Yeah. Uh, the second one is. <laughs> That NCIS has a running plot. NCIS, a couple of things about NCIS, and I mentioned one of these in the show we did the other night, is that they only do previously on, on NCIS's yeah. if it's essential to the plot line in that episode. Right. So it'll only be like two or three times a series. They do previously on NCIS, this guy, this guy, and this guy. And then you're like, well, really I wonder just... where this episode's going. <laughs> So wait, they really they just keep like resetting almost. Yeah. Like every week. You can just pick it up. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> so NCIS uh, has a running joke of like coffee. They all like coffee or different types of beverages. I right? think I meant coughing. I was like, that is a terrible runner. No, but they have a they they're the worst coffee actors of any show I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Like the coffee never has It's not hot. Well, but not even just not hot. I believe and here I am. I'm not meant to fucking, you know, I'm not going to... Now hit us with it. But here it is, America. I believe there's not coffee in those coffee mugs. Oh, you think they're in fact, totally I empty. I don't think there's anything in them. Fakes. Not water, nothing. Why they wouldn't do not, water? And they're not doing the right levels of... Yeah. Like, often someone will bring in a coffee. Either they've all got like superhuman strength. Yeah. Or Because they'll bring in a coffee as like the joke at the start. And then they'll hand the coffee to the person. And, and you and can it's just clear tell. Yeah. That there's... 
the no, they gotta, not they right. gotta get more mimes on that. Like, oh, thank you. That's heavy. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> See, I think I could. I would. I think I could do a good. Here, this is a fake sip. Right. I know this is good for podcasts, yeah. but like the, this is empty, right? Oh yeah, see that's great coffee acting. Okay, see. Yeah, they're doing none of that. <laughs> they got to fucking the attention to detail. Right, and they're also then they just leave the coffee cups like on a desk or whatever oh, because yeah. they're empty. Right, but like in real life, you, you would, would never take your coffee. You take your coffee yeah. somewhere because either you want to drink the rest of your fucking coffee, yeah, or you don't want somebody over to knock over like a no. full cup of cup. I hope anyway. they're listening. I so really th- do. Those are my two complaints. <laughs> <laughs> those are the, those are amazing complaints. Right. I would love for you to get those to the heads. It's just like, come on, how hard is it to pretend well, the it's phone actual... ringing is just. I mean, that's laziness. Lazy. It's cut and paste. Very lazy. Right? But the coffee too. You know, actually, the first when I moved out here, the first gig that I like, I'd been going. Well, maybe. In, it's a social experiment. There was this guy in Australia called Carl Stefanovic, uh-huh. who's a host of the Today Show. Okay. And he wore the same suit every day for a year. Didn't tell anybody. Just You wear a different tie, but the exact same suit on television. To see. Because women all the time get criticized for their appearance every single day. Oh, wow. So he wanted to do this experiment of would anyone even notice if he wore the exact same suit to work every day and just changed his tie. Somebody. For an entire year. Nobody no noticed? noticed? Nobody noticed? Nobody noticed. Wow. So maybe this sound editing guy from fucking Law and Order is like no one fucking cares about me. Yeah, I, I, they he probably hung a himself a year ago to cut and paste this. You know what? I'm going to put the same ring in. Yeah, every fucking fuck da- it. Like this is an art, right? This is what I went to school for. I wonder fuck if it. someone will notice. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> well, well, yeah, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are. That's all you do. I when I first moved out here, the first I would go, I'd been going in for NCIS a bunch, and I was and I I hadn't done anything. And they were like, my agent was like, uh, you, like, they, they definitely want to book you. And uh, so I went in for this one where I had to read, like, this, like, serious part of, you know, about a murder, shocker. And, uh, and I did it, and it went well. I went back in, I did it again, went well. And then I get a call, and they're like, they want to hire you. And I was like, fuck yes. And she was like, but not for the part you went in for. Oh. I was like, okay. And she's like, it's actually, they want you to just be... Um, in a lot of flashbacks, but mainly you'd just be a cadaver on a table and you need to be naked for the three days. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, that's, that's the offer. And it was like, uh, you know, like four or five grand. And so I was like, let me think about it. Cause I, I was just like, I mean, just the, I, like, I mean, honestly, I thought that I was going to be like in my head, I was thinking like, I mean, how, what, how big does a part have to be for an Emmy? That's how good I thought I did like in booking this, you know? So then I think about it, just think about the idea that I'm just going to have to be naked on a table in front of like guys who are like, sound speed, while I'm like, okay. And uh, I decided I was going to do it. Right. So I call them, I go, all right, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, then they call me back and they go, you can't do it because you're not SAG yet. So it was like the worst of all worlds because <laughs> I'd like been like, okay, I will be the naked man on a table. And they're like, sorry, it's been revoked. Right. <laughs> you fucking loser. You're not qualified. <laughs> yeah, you're not good enough not good to enough. play dead. What we tell our dogs to do, you can't do. I was hoping that story was going to finish with you naked on a table in NCIS wearing nothing but a pair of Spider-Man gloves. <laughs> and there'd be a couple, Covered of kids in watercolor. Going, couple of kids going, fuck, you know what? Okay, you know what? Maybe he was the real Spider-Man. I- <laughs> Is that... <laughs> <laughs> this is where Spider-Man shoots his webbing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have something. I've brought something to the table here Oh, today. boy. 
this is a list that came out uh, in the Age newspaper in Australia at the end of last year, and it's been here for a while, but I think it's a nice one for this. Because uh, you're about to come to Australia to do some shows. Yeah. It'll only be a couple of weeks away when people uh, are listening to this. So here is uh, the headline of the story. Things we got stuck in our bodies in 2014. Oi, this, this is a tough headline. Okay. Now they go through a list from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database oh, of this emergency room visits. Uh. So these are things that have been removed from the human body. Let's start at the top. Like, okay, here we go. From the ear. Okay. What sort of things do you think could be removed from the ear? Have a guess, maybe for a start. Let's imagine but, this is like Family Feud. Okay. We've taken a survey of the a hundred uh, crazy people. Yeah. And what they've found in their ear. How great would that be? What that are the top answers? Family feud. Like, what is going on there? They've run out of questions. It's sweeps week. Yeah, name something you could get stuck in your ear. <laughs> the answers would be great. Uh, I would say. No, but they should do weeks of Family Feud where they target the hundred people they ask. Yeah. We've asked a hundred racists. <laughs> we asked a hundred drunk people. Right. We asked the hundred stoners yeah. what their top answers. Number four through seven are cheese. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they were all cheese. We had to keep going. Uh, I would say, I mean, bugs. I know bugs get caught in ears. I saw a great video where a guy got a huge moth in his ear. I would say Q-tips. Um, yep. Bugs and Q-tips, definitely. I would say... I don't know. I can picture people like trying to clean their ears with crazy shit. All right. Here are some things that were removed from ears in the year 2014. You mean in the ear 2014? In the year 2014. <laughs> That's something that could get caught in this ear. 2000. All right. You know where I'm headed. It was a great era. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm on board, baby. <laughs> we could do this from now to eternity. Uh... Soap. That makes sense, right? Sure. You're cleaning your ears, you get a little soap in your ears, you okay. can't get the soap out. All right, that makes sense. An air freshener bead. An air freshener bead. Yep. That's a tough one. I don't even know what an air freshener bead is. Honey, uh, what is your... Yes? I love nibbling on your ears, but... Thank you. Why do you smell like a pine forest? <laughs> oh, I got one of the freshener beads caught in my head today. How's work? <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, oh, hang on. My computer just uh, shut itself down. Uh, oh, oh, you'll enjoy this one. A walkie-talkie antenna. <laughs> oh, that's totally from a misclean. <laughs> Unless a guy had never seen a walkie-talkie used. And he was just like, all right, you take the long bit, put it in your brain. Right. Roger, Roger, <laughs> over out, my brain. <laughs> That's hard, too, because those normally can be pushed down. He assumes it's like an earplug or whatever, like on, a, on your iPhone. He's yeah, like, well, this bit yeah. goes in my ear, right? Hold on, let me put you on Bluetooth. Right. Ow! Ow! A key? He was trying to get an air freshener beat out. A key, that'd be, um, yeah, it'd be great if it was the same person. Oh, if it was all one guy. It was guy. like the woman who swallowed Well, what fly. happened was I got an air freshener bead <laughs> caught in there, and then I had to clean it because I didn't want it to smell so strong, and the soap went in. Figured I'd get it out with the walkie-talkie antenna. Well, I was actually asking a buddy of mine on the walkie-talkie for advice on this situation. <laughs> and I couldn't hear him. The reception was bad, so well, I tried to put him in my head. I had soap and a bead in my ear. <laughs> so keep so, in mind, my equilibrium's off. I ain't thinking straight, Doc, is what I'm saying. To be honest, I probably should have held the walkie-talkie to the other ear. Yeah. But that's, look, every, 
Hindsight is twenty twenty. Retrospect's a nasty drug. Am I right, Doc? A key. A key. Jewel from a toy crown. Okay. A diamond. Oh, Jesus. That must have been the mother. Got the diamond in the air. Yeah. (laughs) They are forever. (laughs) I'm sure like some little African kid had to eventually go in there and get it out. Go. This is a weird job. Just it, get in there. It wasn't a blood diamond before it went in. <laughs> this it, is what we call a wax diamond. <laughs> this is even m- more rare. Uh, the tip of a dart. Oh, geez. That's a cleaning thing, too. A cleaning thing or a darts game gone terribly wrong. Yeah, or somebody who's just like, Somebody's- wait, what do you mean I'm in front of the bullseye? <laughs> Last words. Ah! Uh, bug... As you said, yeah. Screw. Okay. All right. Again, I'm going to imagine a screw's got to be cleaning. I would think cleaning, but I would at this point get a walkie-talkie. Rubber band. Interesting. Interesting angle. Not sure. (laughs) Okay. Glow stick. I mean, that's just got ecstasy written (laughs) all over it. Uh, Maybe if I put it inside my head. My head will be a glow head. Someone call 911. <laughs> or 000, depending on the country. <laughs> That's going to be fun when I'm in Australia in an emergency when I've got a bug in my ear. And I'm like, no one's at 911. <laughs> Give me that walkie-talkie. <laughs> uh, nipple from a baby bottle. Mm. Again. You just got to get J-Lo's handler in there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yank that out. Harden it up. I wonder if when J- J-Lo had her baby, yeah. that the handler also had to do the bottle. <laughs> just before it goes in the baby's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to get Jeff in. He's cleaning his hands like surgery's coming up. There we go. All right, this is as hard as it'll get. Put it in the kid's mouth. Uh, this is my favorite one. Tampon. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Right. Interesting. Menopause? I mean, like, why do you put a tampon? I guess maybe because your ear's bleeding. Yeah, but right? still, if you've got a bloody ear, it's time to go in. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not time to play doctor at home. It's time to make the move to yeah. the doctor. Hey, hey, uh, MacGyver, Let, let's get an ambulance before, <laughs> you sh- before you improvise. I can almost find the string. It's way in there, though. I can feel the string. I probably shouldn't have put the string in first. <laughs> I didn't know how to use the applicator. I'm sorry. This is, this is my first period. They don't. Yeah, come on. Give me what I need. It's a terrible period. I think he's on his period. <laughs> don't, don't take it personally. He's having his period. Right. He's always grumpy a couple of days before he's period. Yeah, you know how he gets. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> he didn't understand how to wear the applicator. They don't, you know, they don't have applicators on tampons in Australia. No, no. Oh wow. Yeah, that's an American thing. That's that's a Christian thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, the reason they have applicators on tampons, I believe. I mean, again, two men talking about why they have applicators on tampons. We, here we call it the Senate, right? <laughs> and then banning something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no more periods. Periods are illegal now. Only periods. Only periods. Uh, uh, job well done. Job well done. Over. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> to the hospital. 
yeah, so um, I believe, my understanding is I have been told that the reason that American tampons have applicators is because of... Terrorists. Of the terrorists. <laughs> we showed them. Yeah. Um, no, because uh, you can apply it yourself. Yeah. With your f- fingers. Yeah. But in America, there was that thing of you weren't allowed to touch yourself. Oh, my and God. And so the applicators were genuinely like uh, to help you kind of uh, distance yourself Think of from how the, much of that plastic is just in our ocean. Right. Just because... How many dolphins have choked Yeah, how many dolphins death? have just been like... Glug, glug, glug. Because, because people in America didn't want women to touch their vagina. Don't you touch your woo-woo. Can't do it. I just talked to God, and he was like, that's a sin. So... Right. Now you need a plastic applicator to deal with your situation. Yeah. Like, who would have known you go to a different country and tampon technology Well, is you know, I mean, that's one of the problems with how God views the world is he legislates so differently for different countries. Right. He really got caught up in, you know, in the divides. Uh, okay. Uh, that was your uh, ear? Let's yeah. go nose. I'm, ex- I, I'm excited for where we're headed. Yeah. We're, 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 def- we're going down. <laughs> Um, we're doing the reverse strike. Yeah. We've started at the top and we're going to the bottom. Uh, okay, so this is in the nose. Uh, a miniature hockey puck. Wow. Game of miniature hockey gone wrong. Yeah, still. Uh, a toothpick. I mean, that's disgusting. Right. Anyone I mean, who's really excavating is, I mean, that's just wait, wait it out. Right. Right. It's got tooth at the front of it for a reason. Right. Yeah. The name says toothpick. Yeah. I know that you can. It's not a whole pick. I know you could go for a jog with a Walkman. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can stick a toothpick up your fucking nose. <laughs> like, and if you are pulling, like, you know, things out of your nose yeah. on a pick, like they're yeah. like nibbles at a fucking party. Yeah, like hors d'oeuvres. Hors- yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, hair braid? A hair braid? A hair braid. Some girl went to Jamaica. It's like, that's the best week ever. And then mistook cocaine for a braid. Uh, ten-sided dice. Oh, so so a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you say got caught in the nose, you already kind of think like nerdy person, but <laughs> ten-sided die. <laughs> I was just trying to escape reality when I got a little caught up in the moment. Uh, all right. Um, a fishing sinker. Oh my god, that's w- weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, very weird. I don't know. I don't understand how that gets in there at all. <laughs> that's got to be forced in there. Uh, plastic eyeball. <laughs> what? A plastic eyeball? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, an eye in your nose. <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, that is. I mean, it would be a fun prank, I guess, if you... If you, like, took your buddy's plastic eye and, like, put it in your nose. Your nose and just yeah. didn't say anything until they yeah. noticed. Until he just takes the walkie-talkie end and just jams it in there. Who's laughing now? <laughs> That's the third eye. Um, gum. Yeah, obviously. Uh, a lithium tablet. Wow. A leg. You thought you were depressed Hang before on, that. A leg? A leg? It has to be a... I mean, I guess it's like a, a toy leg or something. Yeah. It has like a Katy Perry leg. Uh, sponge? Okay, sure. I get that. That could be the nosebleed. And this is my favorite one. From toothpicking. They've actually used a quote for this one. Oh, that's good. Used a metal coat hanger 
to swat a bee off his neck. What? And coat hanger went up nostril. What? <laughs> Who is this fucking moron? Oh boy, this bee's getting close. I'll show you, bee. Oh no. <laughs> How? Oh, to have footage. Oh, to have footage. Okay, the throat. These are things that have gone down the throat. Coat hanger. Oh, well, that's just the bee. Toy arrow. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, a shark toy. A shark toy? Yeah. Oh, like a, a, a toy, toy shark. Fo- yeah, okay. Yeah, not, not-, <laughs> not chum. <laughs> not just an enormous hook. Yeah, yeah, like a. You know, you get your dog, yeah. like a bone that's yeah. made of plastic, but oh, it squeaks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, like a shark toy, it's like a human made of plastic that squeaks. <laughs> you just throw them to your shark. <laughs> they will chew on them all day. They love them. Dress them as a surfer. They love them. <laughs> little shark toy. Yeah, a little fun. Oh. The shark. Uh, plastic fork. Mm. Brillo pad. Ugh. Ugh, that's terrible. <laughs> How can... Ugh. Uh, thermometer. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes that's sense. also a tricky situation. Uh, that's just following through, I guess. Yeah, that's just making sure you get the right read. Silver Christmas ornament. Well, you know, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Foil from a baked potato. <laughs> Wow, that I mean, that just means that somebody ate a baked potato with foil on it, right? Right. Uh, which is a lot of eating to not realize you're eating foil. You know what? The first time I had edam- edamame, which was a very, very long time ago. Yeah. But it was before edamame was like a popular thing. Right. And we didn't know if you were meant to eat the... Oh, yeah. Right? Am I meant to eat the outside or am I just meant to eat the inside? Yeah. Maybe this was the first time somebody had had like a baked potato. Wow, this looks oh, like man, a future potato. Delicious. I don't know what you cook this in, but great. lovely, that, lovely outside. It looks like it's covered in delicious Brillo I'll pads. tell you what, it's not going down well. <laughs> Definitely hurting. Mm. Uh, th- this person would probably get on very well with the person who ate the uh, baked potato with foil on it. Um, a cookie wrapped in cellophane. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, How do you not notice that? I mean, I imagine stone. Your cookies taste like shit. I mean, really, a lot of caramel. All right, here we go. Let's get to the good stuff. Here we go. Uh, We're below the belt now. We're below the belt now. Let's go for the big three. Uh, Penis. What has been stuck stuck in the penis? Oh Jesus! Right. When you said big three, it didn't take long for ah. So. A plastic spoon? Whoa! What? What? You must... uh. I mean, maybe it's just like someone who likes to come in a very dignified way. Uh, My semen, my lady. (laughs) Spit or swallow, madame. I got yeah, but off a spoon. Yeah. Someone who only spits or swallows (laughs) off the spoon. When you said you like to spoon, I I thought you meant the in the bed. No, no, eat up, eat up, eat up now. Here comes the aeroplane. <laughs> it's the only way she swallows, or he swallows, whatever. Like I mean, you whoever know, it is, whoever the person it is. swallowing that stuff. <laughs> A spoon. All right. Uh, so uh, they've uh, shoved a spoon up their cock. <laughs> Which I think is great. Maybe just like show it off. I can eat ice cream. Yeah, here. look at this. Oh, put an egg on it. Go into race. Get an erection. Put a spoon. You're in your fired. Cup. Why? <laughs> We're having an egg race. 
Uh, okay, so uh, plastic spoon, Ugh. a pencil. I mean, maybe, maybe I can sharpen it that way. Yeah. Maybe I can erase what I did. Um, crochet needle. A crochet needle. Yep. Ugh. Stuck. I mean, how far do you have to put something down your cock before it's stuck? Well, I just imagine further than you being able to pull it out. Yeah, but I mean, ugh. Yeah. You just got to get King Arthur to get it out. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it's a good point. With your crochet needle. A crochet needle surely is long. It's, surely it's going to hurt right at the start. Uh, but And then how far? How far in are you going before you're like, oh, no, I'm sure. Well, this was actually a mistake. <laughs> I shouldn't have put this sewing needle in my penis. Oh, shit, I might have to go to the doctor. Oh, shit. My wife's going to come home. She was going to stitch later. What was I thinking? I mean, really, how did I get here? Um, wool yarn. Well, he was knit- he was knitting. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. was Listen, if you're going to make a sweater inside of your cock. Yeah, how do I cover this yeah, up? Okay, I know Wait, what I'll do. You know Sewing what? incident. It was a crocheting mishap. Get that down there. Shove some of that shawl in there. There we go. Okay. All right. Okay, she's home in two hours. I just got to sit here and play this off. <laughs> well, you see, honey, I was actually doing some crocheting myself. Yeah, I was, and um, you know what? I was cleaning up the house. I, well, you know how I always tell you to not leave your needles laying yeah, out. I fell on your tapestries. <laughs> so I fell in the booties you were making for your niece. And now they're all inside of my pee hole. Say, so you feel good driving to the hospital? This is the best. Often when I find an article like this, I don't read ahead. Okay. I just am like, you know what? It'll be fun to discover along the way. Yeah. Because, you know, if I read ahead, I start to edit out like, oh, well, that might be funny or not funny yeah, or right, whatever. Yeah, right, right. But then just sometimes shit comes together. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> Another penis. This, um, this one's in quotation marks as well. Inserted a long balloon in penis oh. to have girlfriend blow up for sexual stimulation. What? Oh. So they've taken your children's entertainment training a step too far. They've confused the condom, the condom with the, and the balloon. balloon. Yeah. And this is their plan. Classic conundrum. This is their, their plan that they've come up with one night is like, what if you put- we put a balloon in the end of my cock and then you literally gave me a blowjob uh, and blew up the balloon from uh, the inside what? for my sexual stimulation. Uh, Jesus. Uh, it's like a fake heart. That's, I mean, that's... Oh, that is fucked up. I mean, that's something. Oh, that is so... What is... What is this... Uh, what... I can't... I think there's certain things you just know you wouldn't want. You, I don't need to put anything in my pee hole to know that I'm out on this game. I mean, I assume you've tried everything else by this point. I, listen, I mean, I mean I've, I assume been, you I've knocked on some weird doors, sure. I'm assuming you haven't gone, like, from missionary to... Okay. Yeah. Now I've got a real idea. Well, I mean, that was fun. Now what do you say you uh, put a balloon in my penis? Huh? Maybe hey, blow what? that up? What? Put a balloon in my penis and blow that up. Uh, and then I can um, that's put not, a sword up your ass and not, we'll call it a night. Neither of these Watch things Watch the good wife go to bed. These are things I've never heard of. Oh, you've never heard of a sword up your ass or a balloon in your cock? No. God, you people from the Midwest, I swear. <laughs> you haven't done anything. All right. You hadn't gotten a roller coaster when I met you. Uh, let's uh, go to the ladies. Okay. 
what has been found in the vagina? <laughs> Me, hopefully. Knitting needles? Well, I mean... Again? Yep. <laughs> in quotation marks, a large amount of sand. Oh, my God. That was... I was probably just one of those like water skiing mishaps you see on funny video shows. Any chance I had sex with an island last oh, night? Wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> Got a large amount of sand in my like a lot of sand. Did I? Like they it looks like I should be laying down when levees break. That's how much sand's in me. Uh, a hair tie that makes sense. Yeah, you're just trying to put a ponytail in your penis. A bag of crystal meth. Well, well, that well, I mean is obviously from. Hiding it from the police. Oh, you'd imagine, right? I would hope. The other scenario I enjoy a lot more, though. <laughs> Who knows what the deal is? <laughs> okay. Uh, steak knife? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that seems... Ah. Something's gone wrong there. Um, this, this one I do enjoy. Because <laughs> it's more than one thing. <laughs> one battery... Uh-huh. And three coins. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just like random shit you find in the third drawer. And then she's just got a tampon in her change purse, and it's like, <laughs> wait! Oh my god, I'm such a goof. She's got. She opens up a like TV remote. There's two tampons where the batteries oh, are meant to be. This oh is- no! <laughs> did I? I couldn't have. I did. Oh man. Uh. A billiard ball. Whoa. Yeah. All right. We got a yeah. we got a player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Eight in the far corner. <laughs> Eight in the furthest pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little chalk on the cue. I assume that's a, a game of naked billiards gone wrong. Yeah. Or you know, like they're both naked. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine him with an erection, little, little chalk on the end of the erection. Yeah, with a balloon coming out of his his penis. You, you're there. You, you've had to paint his balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in a Spider-Man outfit with my gloves off. Like, motherfucker. I'd rather a one-year-old. In quotation marks. Put a bag of money in vagina <laughs> to hide it from husband. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Where's the one place he won't look? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a little deposit. Oh, man. Uh, that's got to be, that's really got to be amazing for the husband to find out. Not only do I not to get, I don't have sex with you, but you're stashing money in your vagina. Right. And it's also terrible for her if she ever is assaulted because they'll, they'll get, well, it's terrible for her, obviously, because she got assaulted. <laughs> right off the bat. But it's also even worse for the person because they'll get done for both uh, sexual assault yeah. and for burglary. Yeah. This was just the straight mugging, right. sir. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we found some fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> we found some fingerprints. <laughs> A bag of money. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. That's a real, that's Imagine a Imagine if you forgot, to, you had a one night stand and you'd forgotten it was in there. Uh, How good the guy would, the guy would be yeah. like, I met the best woman last night. Dude, I'm not kidding. Right. She comes money. Comes money. She came a this bunch of money. This is what we've always money. dreamed of. Like, it's like the golden it's goose. It's what I kept telling you about. It's like, an ATM. it's like those drawings I drew. Right. <laughs> when you guys said I was crazy. And I said, I just wanted to find a woman with money pussy. She's got money pussy. Right. She's just, got it all. It just comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. And then the big one. All right. The rectum. What has been pulled out of the rectum in the year 2014? Toothbrush holder. Holder? Yeah, the holder. Well, I mean, I guess you don't want to put your toothbrush straight in it, so. Uh, A pipe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing an old-timey pipe. Like the kind that grandpa sits on his porch right. and whittles with. So, yeah, for the more dignified ass. She, and the real question is, did the person have a face drawn on their ass? Because if they had a face drawn on their ass, they're being hilarious. Right. <clears throat> oh, well, if the pipe goes in your ass, I imagine you've got to draw the face on regardless. <laughs> you have to, to go to the doctor. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get over here hey, with man. a non-permanent marker. Uh, can you come over with a bunch of Sharpies? Listen, I, I'm, I need this. It's an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, corn. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Uh, a shot glass. That's drinking gone wrong. Yeah. Clearly. Um, a drumstick. Whoa. Yeah. I guess that's why nobody wants to bang the drummer. <laughs> uh, an ice pick. Whoa. Yeah. That is dangerous. Right. I imagine. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I forgot to take my Metamucil for a week and... <laughs> Listen, I'm either going to need a climber in there or I'm going to have to knock some stuff out. Right. Guys, bring I, me an ice pick and an Inuit. All right. <laughs> an unsharpened pencil. I'm glad. Thank God it wasn't sharpened. No. That's probably why it went in, like you said. Uh, a candle air freshener. A candle yeah. air fr- oh, So is that a scented candle? I guess so. A scented candle? That's a candle. Right. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I guess that's like someone, is, someone is like, well, I could have a scented candle in my bathroom yeah, or I could go straight to the source. Or of the yeah, problem. I could just eliminate the problem right. and just have a citrus anus. Right. Yeah. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Citrinus. Citrinus. Um, okay. Uh, air freshener. Can of spray paint. Oh my God. Yeah. Banksy. Banksy. A Banksy, right? It had to be a Banksy. <laughs> a can. Man, I, I'm really, it's really crazy what'll go up there. Right. Uh, shaving cream can, shampoo bottle, lotion bottle, those all things make sense to me. Uh, well, not make sense, but, you know, that's what your standard sort of go-to <laughs> family feud answers would be. You know what I mean? I really want to see this family feud. Things you can slip on in the shower. That's <laughs> what you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Beer bottle up rectum. This is Whoa. in quotation marks again. Beer bottle up rectum and br- bottle broke when uh. he tried to retrieve the bottle with pliers. Ah, uh, no. You, uh. Oh, that's just, Jesus Christ, that's not good. Oh. Uh, but I mean, that, I, <laughs> if you, okay, I, this must have been a while ago because there should be footage of this online because if you're ever in a situation where somebody has a beer bottle up their ass, and they're about to get pliers to pull it out, you should be filming. Oh, right. Yeah. Forever. Uh, okay. Golf ball? Well, you know. Hole in one, gone yep. wrong. Yep. Uh, phone cord? F- phone who's cord? Even, who's even got a phone cord? Any? Oh, maybe your charger. I Are guess it's ch- maybe like your, yeah, your, your charger. charger? <laughs> I'm feeling a little low. I've got an idea. <laughs> Juice up. Uh, turkey baster? Well... <laughs> I mean, it's pretty clear to me where, where that was coming from. It's still really insane, but I mean, you know, that's. 
I like the idea is like, I, like I got someone a, who likes reverse cookies. I got a twist on Thanksgiving this year. Yeah, yeah. I've basted myself. What did you do to this stuffing? <laughs> well, well, it's interesting you ask, Keith. <laughs> uh, okay, the turkey baster was up there. Uh, rolled up stack of plastic rubbish bags. Rolled up stack. Yeah. Ah, that's very graphic. I can picture that. And uh, last but not least, Christmas bell. Christmas, Christ- like a Christmas bell, like a bell, yeah, a big bell. bell, like a jingly bell. Uh, that's like when someone wants you to donate outside of a store, and you're ding, like, ding, "Motherfucker, ding, ding. one more time, and I'm gonna shove that bell up your ass." Right. <laughs> I'm not giving. All right, there you go. Uh, wow. Things that were uh, shoved up people's ass, well, uh, found inside people's bodies. That's Got great. Got our bodies in 2014. That was uh, just in a year. Just in one year. Uh, so tell me this, uh, Gareth Reynolds, where can people find you on the internet? Where can people find you, uh, you know, like uh, in Australia? Like how do they know about your dates? Well, you know, all that I sort of stuff. don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, we'll be, doing, we'll be doing three live dollops there, but they're all sold out. Uh, as far as dates go, I'll just be hopping around town. I don't know where I'm going yet. Okay. Uh, but I will be in Melbourne. I will be in Sydney between April 10th and April 22nd. So to keep your eyes peeled for that, you can listen to me on The Dollop. You can listen to me on Point versus Point. Which is great, by the way. I hadn't listened last time we talked, but I've listened since. Oh, it's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Reynolds Gareth. Facebook backslash Reynolds Gareth and uh, yeah, all right. And then I don't know when when will this come out. Uh, Who knows? A couple of weeks from now. Okay, so if it's March sixth and seventh, I'll be in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, doing stand up with Steve Byrne. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it'll come out before that. So not whatever. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So um, uh, my free will tour uh, will well, it'll be happening by the time you hear this, I imagine. Uh, So Adelaide, uh, two weeks at the Adelaide Fringe. First four nights are cheaper because they're you know, what we call preview nights, which means that I'll just be mucking around more and having more fun. But, I, you know, I had a run the other night of a, the show here in L.A. Well, no, not even the show, but just like great. the first idea of like some things from it. And that, that was fun. So I think by the time I get to Adelaide in like, you know, a week from now when we're recording, um, you know, It'll be it'll be fun and yeah. there'll be something something there. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> there's, there's stuff there. Yeah. So um, so free will come and say that that'd be great. And then Brisbane the week after that. And then of course the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, you know you'll get to see me as well uh, there. Uh, I'll be doing my show Political Will as well. So two shows, Free Will and Political Will. And uh, we are doing a live tofop as well. Details haven't gone on sale for that one yet, but there will be one. Charlie and I have talked about it, so we'll definitely do one of those. Uh, and uh, look, there's other stuff, but you know I can talk to you about that at another time. Listen to my other podcast. It's called Willosophy, and um, it's me talking to interesting people about what their life philosophy is. So uh, if you think that would be uh, interesting to you, check that out as well. Um, There are Fofop t-shirts from the 200th uh, available at Astoy Merchandise, and the poster, until we get a cease and desist from the lovely people at Marvel, which will happen at some stage, may have happened by the time this podcast (laughs) goes up. Listen, you're uh, talking to Spider-Man, I'm in. Is available. Uh, at uh, oh, Spider Man's come back to Marvel. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm actually. It was really huge for me and yeah. face painting. Yeah, <laughs> just earth shattering. <laughs> okay, uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Cheers.